The current spoiler warning level is, Sapphire. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Sapphire. We're talking about another machine from Mobile Suit Gundam Char's Counterattack. We have a few moments where we reference uh, future suits, but I went ahead and bleeped them out, so you are all good to go. It is safe for GGP listeners. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanized NG, where we gather to discuss robots, particularly ones from Gundam. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan from Online. Dylan, we got we got any we got any vibes, or are we just we straight Dyson? Uh I have no vibes today. What about you? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, the only vibe I have is I actually kind of want to talk about Cosmic Era, but I can't. So tough shit. Oh well. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, one of these days. Yeah. A couple, one of these days is in literally in years. But <laughs> yeah, look, there might be uh, a day where I can record two episodes. Cosmic error for you. <laughs> is it? No, 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 no. It's not late. You see, is it like? like it's late. You see. It's late. You see. Oh my god. Well, then, okay. isn't there only one thing left? Isn't there just the Ruby two? Z? You keep making this mistake. You keep making this mistake. Two. The one I'm we still haven't talked about the new. Oh wait, yeah, duh. I keep forgetting I haven't talked about the new. Okay, odd new even Regizy. Let's see what we got. We're talking about the new. Okay. All right, we're talking about the new Gundam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Next RX... week we're gonna. Well, we don't even have to lean the die because we're gonna be out of late UC stuff, <laughs> so we'll just have to shift it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will have to make that change. Um, RX ninety three new Gundam. Okay, so the new Gundam. Uh, this is the suit that Amro uses during Shar's counterattack in the latter half of the movie. It is. A suit designed by uh, our good friend and sometimes enemy, uh, Yutaka Izubuchi. Um, the new is a tall boy. Um, there is a lot behind the new, some of it going into future stuff and not, because the backstory of the new seems to be a very popular thing for future and side media to really go into. But basically, we know it's a suit that's designed... The implication even in the movie is that Amuro, this is Amuro's, like, personal Gundam. Like, this is something he helped design along with uh, Chan. Mm-hmm. As sort of what we get from the movie. So that's always, like, the, you know, the background for, like, who uses it. Um, but, yeah, the new, um, very cop-like Gundam with its color scheme. You've got yeah. very, very dark navy blue that borders on black. Um, and then white and red and yellow. Um, kind of evocative of the Zeta Mark II colors. Yeah. Like the, the you know, um, Ayug. Yeah, yeah. Um, similar, if not just a little darker even. Um, mm-hmm. it's very, though, it's... So, 
the new Gundam is actually, when you look at it without the funnels, and we will talk about funnels, of course, but, mm-hmm. you know, you look at it, and this is a very, almost like the Mark II, a very simple design, too, right? Mm-hmm. You look at it, and you've got little shoulder verniers, you've got, um, you know, your chest vents. It's a very Gundam-looking Gundam. Um, though, because this is an Izubuchi design, and something important to talk about, it also takes a couple of what I see as little minor design cues from the Alex as well. Um, mm-hmm. Namely, things like the um, like the scoops on the legs and stuff uh, rem- like are reminiscent of like the little like boosters on the sides of the Alex. Not to the same degree. The ones on the Alex are huge, um, mm-hmm. but like you know the way that it's segmented, like the armor there, just kind of reminds me of that. Um, sure. It's very obviously an Izubuchi design, though. You've got little, you've got little verniers all over the place, like on the forearms, on the shoulders, on the knees. Uh, those are also what remind me a lot of like the um, Alex. It's just because the Alex they put verniers everywhere on it too. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, this thing it even has ones like you know where almost where like the forearm connects to the uh, elbow uh, joint, like the double joint. You mm-hmm. can see that there are like little rotational verniers there, which is interesting place for them but yeah um i feel like it's partially effective just how big this thing is yeah is that um, like once you're this size to keep movement up with the size of smaller you know smaller suits you need some verniers to to move things along <laughs> yep and then you look at the rear skirts rear skirts have them um the side skirts are three different ones it's got ones front back and downward um the back of the legs have little scoops also with uh verniers under them like you know, like, they're covered when you're looking at most rear images, but, like, this thing is just covered in boosters. Uh, it's got my favorite setup for the backpack, which, like the Mark II, has, uh, the double sets on the, in the backpack, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it's got this offset antenna? Is that it? Uh, are you talking about, oh, on the back? Yeah. That's the saber. Then what's that on the wrist? That's also a saber. Uh, one's the okay. big saber, one's the little saber. <laughs> The one in the ah. backpack is, like, the bigger one, which we will talk about, and the one on the wrist is, like, a supplemental one, basically. Okay, fair um, enough. So, the big one on the back, uh, it has a high output, it also has more of a curved blade, um, and it's got, obviously, a very fancy handle, um, and basically, uh, the, the, the thing with this beam saber, uh, is, does the thing that we see a little bit in a CCA, where... When it's it doesn't actually make the beam until it has to, right? Like it swings at the mm-hmm. enemy and then the beam appears like while swinging, but like it's just holding it in the hand. It doesn't emit the beam, which saves on power, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. That's a cool feature. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, so that's it for like all the built-in stuff. And then the one on the wrist is just it's a beam saver. It's just the standard ass beam saver, just on the wrist. Um, it's not as good as the other one, but it's just in case something happens. Though um, since you since you mentioned the Alex connection, both in position and like coloration of like the armor over it and stuff, kind of evocative of the Alex's Gatling gun. Yeah. Yep. Um. And funnily enough, on and we'll talk about the Hainu on this episode. The Hainu does have a wrist Gatling too, so you know that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And that is also Izabuchi. Uh. But yeah. So the the new Gundam though it oh uh also has a double V fin um which you know kind of like the Zeta or uh the double Zeta. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's a lot thinner than I'm used to double V fins being, which I like. I hate it when they're when I, I don't like it when the ratio of like V fin to the rest of the head gets too much. Ah, uh, like know? future suit to bleep out real quick. Uh, like the or the uh ones. Yeah, those ones are a bit much for me. I love the, but yeah, I I like um, in general. I I have to bleep so many times. Uh, but. I, I I think that particular part of the design doesn't necessarily the, work. For the me. danger of me learning that uh, how much editing you put into this, and I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> I, I can just get six to bleep this. This is fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, the the new though, yeah, double double V fin, um, which is of a very different styling. It's a lot sharper than your usual double V fins. It's a lot thinner. Um, it's it's weird too because it's not like two V fins coming out. Like you have like the second V fin set is a little bit higher offset on the quote unquote jewel on the head, and they're mm -hmm. like it, it's. It's very reminiscent of, like, the Zeta-style one, um, mm -hmm. which is nice. Uh, you know, it's got your head Vulcans. It's got a very Gundam-looking face. I do like the cheek vents that it has, like, both the smaller ones, and then it's got those, like, ones that end in points at the bottom. I mm -hmm. like the way those look a lot. Um, the thing about the new, though, and see, the, the new is one of those suits where it's all in the details, right? Because, see... Depending on what I'm looking at, sometimes I think the new is very boring, and sometimes I think it's really cool. Um, I guess before we get into different artists, though, we also have to talk about the very big thing with the new. So, um, well, one smaller thing. Always has that Amaro A on the shoulder, even in simplified art. That's uh, mm -hmm. just a ever-present decal. Um, like I said, the shoulders themselves also have like the, sh the little verniers at the end, kind of like how the Mark IIs have. Um... Again, it's not. There's not a lot to say, right? Like I can't really hone in on details because it's a very standard Gundam. You've got the uh, little click on the chest with the green camera in it, which similar to the Mark II. You've got the Federation style. This has like the red crotch square with the little yeah, V in it. Yeah, the um, dick V. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, and then one little minor interesting note: the feet have like a little yellow uh, strip, like towards the front of them, like in the middle, which is kind of neat. It breaks up they the also coloring there. They also seem like longer and flatter compared to a lot of Gundam feet. Yeah, me. and they don't have a they don't have ankle guards. I guess is also like a thing. Like mm. the ankle guard is basically implemented into the top of the foot, um, like in a way like it juts out. But like you know, like a lot of Gundam types, you have like this separate little flap like that goes around the ankle. Like you know, it's on two sides usually. That I often forget to build on the models, and I'm like, why do I have this extra piece? Oh right. Oh, <laughs> um, and you know that like, and usually that can move up and down, and the idea is it protects the joint of the foot in there. But with the new, they kind of just embiggen the foot uh, at the top there, the armor, so it still kind of covers that without reducing mm -hmm. mobility. Um, also, the feet have little hooks in them. This is the thing we see in CCA, and we've mentioned it on other suits, but uh, it's got little hooks for hooking into like uh, you know asteroids and such like that uh mm -hmm. just ho hooking into a surface that would probably be like rocky um which is cool um but uh trying to think of anything else built into the new before we go on to the weapons um not really on the new uh there's nothing really more there uh like the for the built-in stuff so then we have the outward equipment so it's got a beam rifle. Uh, the beam rifle it uses is interesting because it is shown to be both strong because, I, I mean, like most weapons in CCA, it just kind of tears through things like paper mache. And it's interesting because while it's like a rifle, it is not used like a normal beam rifle, right? Like a lot of beam rifles in Gundam are used like 
pew, and then you have like a couple of seconds, and then pew. This thing fires basically in like a semi-automatic way. You just zoom, 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 pull the trigger, and it will keep firing beams, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, it, it, it's it, it's like a thing like like um, you'll notice a lot in like video games and stuff too. Like when it uses it, it tends to fire it a lot more rapid fire than a lot of beam rifles are. Um, this even mentions that uh, it can even be fire function as a machine gun by uh, by burst firing. So yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it also has uh, like a, a flashbang launcher on it. Yeah, yeah, it has a little flash on on it um, on the top. Uh, that's what's like a, a so you have like the main gun barrel in white, and then you have like a little grenade launcher sort of uh, on the black part on top. The gun also has like a two tone setup. Um, it's a it's a neat looking rifle. It looks like a very it's like the epitome of a standard beam rifle. Um, the main thing I like on it, and it's a silly little thing on the back of it, it has this weird little like circular design. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a circle with some squares within. I think that looks cool. I don't know why. It's just something I've always noticed on new designs uh, for the base new that I like. The thing I like is, like, I'm, I'm only looking at one piece of art here. Maybe if I looked at more pieces of art, this wouldn't this wouldn't hold up. But, like, looking at that rifle, the way the barrels are aligned and, like, angled, it almost looks like the second barrel is, like, being lifted out of the first. And I think that looks really cool. Yeah, I can see that. Um, It's neat. Uh, and then, uh, you also have a bazooka. You have a rather, you know, sizable hyper bazooka. Uh, this one actually has, like, a sort of rounded area for you to pop over the shoulder. Um, bazookas and mobile suits are always... With with posing gunpla, you learn that bazookas are hard to pose. They really are, yeah. Um, this is one of the ones that's a little easier because it has a very obvious rest area for the shoulder. It's still a little bit of a pain because you have to angle the wrist and the arm that way. I, I go for the underarm method uh, when I usually pose with a bazooka. I will pop it under, like, the armpit of the mobile suit, like, you know, and have it resting under. Um, oh, okay. That's actually, that was the method I've learned is, like, easiest to pose with. But, uh, yeah. Like, this one's one of the ones with a more clear over. And it's got a movable handle and such, so. So here's the thing that I, I feel, and I wonder how, like, I don't think it makes sense for this to i mean like it's not like like it shouldn't have a bazooka but like to me it feels like in uc at least there is a point in the development of mobile suits where in space they don't make sense anymore on the ground maneuverability is lowered by everyone but like you're at a point where everyone is so maneuverable that if you get hit by a bazooka it's because that person is a completely shit pilot and you don't need a bazooka um i mean yeah i I've always seen bazookas as being more like the anti-ship, uh, for anti-ship functions. Um, but right, but the beam rifles do that pretty damn well. Um, yes, in CCA they do, yeah. Um, you know, like, in other, like, it's weird, right, because all, like, a lot of Federation ships and a lot of, like, various ships are supposed to have, like, beam screens and stuff like that to keep them from just being sniped from a distance. Or, like, I-fields, I guess? No, 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 uh, so beam screens, oh, these are interesting, okay. So, these get mentioned a lot, but they don't show up in animation until later things. But basically, it's like you spread like a very—I believe it's just very dense Vinovsky particles. So it oh, that the like beams. the like yeah. the smoke effects, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And a lot of uh, ships are like supposed to have that. So I th- I always thought the idea with a bazooka was supposed to be oh well, if I fire this towards a ship, a ship is not going to maneuver out of the way of this. And you how know. does how does a bazooka like an eye field block can an eye field block a bazooka shell or not? No, 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 no. 
Okay, uh, well, I guess that makes that I makes, feel it's makes only sense. only break up beams. Um, okay, that's why you know the whole thing with like the big Zam uh, Slayer just rams into it using the uh, core booster as a missile. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, an I field though it only protects from beams, so it protects gotcha. from the strongest thing ever, but then makes you more vulnerable to mundane weapons or still vulnerable to mundane weapons. And um, between these two things, hence the use for something like a bazooka, even in CCA. Yeah, like um. Yeah, and, like, it's not, like, beam shields and stuff are, like, common in that way, but, yeah, like, basically, I, I bazookas, I, I think bazookas have their place, even though, yeah, they feel, they can sometimes feel a little redundant, because in most mobile suit combat, you're just gonna see them firing beams at each other. Um, but, yeah, uh, not to mention, uh, this bazooka, when mounted uh, on the backpack, it actually mounts between the two sections. The backpack has a very clear dent in the middle of it, where the mm. uh, bazooka fits into, and, of course, we see the most famous move of the new Gundam, one of them, uh, it can flip and fire it while it's still attached to it. Like, it's attached on the, ma- uh, hol- like, on the holster. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Very, you know, if you've played enough video games with the new Gundam, there's a lot of video games where you go to use the bazooka and he doesn't even, he doesn't even pull out the bazooka. Amuro does a flip and, you know, fires it while it's on the back, which is always amazing. Um, but yeah, and then, um, it has a shield. Uh, the shield has two neat things going on with it. The shield has a beam rifle built into it. Which Did is very I forget funny that? Yep, it's uh the long barrel going down the middle of it. Um and I guess it that makes sense. Out. Yeah, <laughs> that long that really long barrel going down the middle of it, it has a shield or uh, a beam rifle built into the shield. Um and it also has four missiles in the shield as well. Which that's like everything in CCA. Ah, we put missiles on the shield. <laughs> it's hard to find a person in in Universal Century who likes beam rifles as much as Amro Ray. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you have you have that. Um, and then uh, of course the most prominent weapon on it, the most famous one, you have the fin funnels, which are not funnels but bits, but they are funnels. Uh, they're, because they're called fin funnels, even though. So I'll explain why why that is, but you know. The funnels uh, align onto the backpack. Uh, they only go on the left side because the right side is reserved for the beam saber. Um, and they uh, basically look like, you know, I've seen people describe them as wings and I get it, but we've also had mobile suits where they've had way more wing-like wings. These just look, it's, it, it, I mean, even Gune, when he sees them, thinks that they're like weird radiator, like radiators, right? Like, uh, he's like, ah, it's a high-power mobile suit, so clearly these are just, like, energy radiators or whatever. Because um, I remember, like, when uh, he has Amro captured and he tells him to, uh, you know, disarm, the funnels come off and he's just like, what? Why did you eject those? That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, before before electrocuting uh, Amro, and then the funnels react to the, to, uh, the psycho frame and Amro's thoughts of protecting himself. And uh, save him, which is not what Amuro actually wanted, because that gets Kara killed. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, so the fin funnels though are big. They're big funnels, very big. They fold off, or they come off. They unfold and they make like a sort of uh, U shape. Uh, you know, it's got two little ends, and then the beam is at uh, beam is at the very end and fires through. So it almost. You know, like, frequently when you see rail guns, you'll see that kind of setup where, like, you know, you have the, obviously, the rails. Um, is what it looks like, though, obviously, it's a beam weapon, that's not how they function. They just have this really cool shape, because, question mark, it's cool as hell. It is um, cool. Well, it, I guess it does have a function. Um, 
these are able to um, help it when it, it creates a shield out of them, which is really cool. Uh, but uh, so they operate as funnels. Um, the funnels are pretty strong for funnels. Uh, they you know fly around and do funnel stuff. And of course, their unique function is they can form a beam shield. Basically, uh, you only you only need five out of the six of them for this. Um, the barriers, uh, it, the shields will basically like sort of make the U parts like fold open more and form mm -hmm. basically a pyramid around the new. Um, and uh, it it can protect against both beam and solid projectiles. Um, it's basically a beam shield, uh, like a sort of very early example of the of a beam shield, though. Like it's spreading the beam across it and um and to one another and like containing it, kind of like how a beam saber is contained, but as a shield, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I I like the pyramid. Um, it's really cool too because um. From remembering right in animation, the way it looks is like it, you don't actually like see like the surfaces of it until a projectile hits, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like you see like the lines forming the pyramid, but then like it's clear, and then like when it gets hit, it like you know dissipates and turns all pink uh, wherever it got hit, which is cool looking. Yeah, I feel um, like in in in, uh, in like subsequent media, it tends to be represented as just like the big pink pyramid, just for the sake of like making it easier to convey what's happening to a player or viewer. Yeah, but it is cool as shit. Yeah, it is pretty <laughs> um, cool. Either way, it is cool. Um, I, I, I like the beam pyramid. Um, and then, um, yeah, so, like, that's basically it. Uh, it's got it's got your standard spread of, you know, your usual equipment for a CCA or a suit. It's got beam rifle, it's got beam saber, and it's got missiles, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then, of course, you have the special equipment for it, which is the fin funnel, and I guess the, the special saber. Um, uh, you're forgetting its most lethal weapon. Mm. The bird it's lime like... launchers. <laughs> oh, yes, bird lime launchers. How could I forget? Yes. Uh, it, it, it can fire bird lime. Um, or dummy. Dummies, too, actually. Oh, yeah. I think about it. That's true. Um, because uh, I think usually it could be either or. Uh, same kind of launcher. It's just like in between, like, the finger and the knuckle. Did you put Elmer's glue or <laughs> balloon animals in it? <laughs> God. Um, and then, of course, this has a psycho frame. We've talked about the psycho frame a couple of times now, mm -hmm. so no need to really rehash it, but basically this is a very new type focused machine. Um, and yeah, the, the new Gundam, like you said, I mentioned it earlier, the thing with the new is that if I look at, like, the raw art of it, or even in the film, it's not, like, the coolest Gundam to me, right? Like, it's it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but it depends on the release. Like, you know, a lot of earlier models, high grade, uh, the original master grade, um, I was not as into. The Verka kind of improved it a little. Uh, of course, then we got the real grade, and that was, like, the first time I've actually looked at the new Gundam and went, oh, this is really cool. Um... Really cool, real great. Devil's in the details, though. It's just one of those suits where it varies wildly for me depending on the art artist and, like, what form it's in, whether 2D or 3D. Mm -hmm. Like, <clears throat> it's just, it's weird. Um, For me, I feel like the, like, I don't dislike, like, I, I think the new Gundam is fine, and even with the RG, I feel like the RG is just, like, honestly, 
when I look at it, I'm just more than going like, wow, actually the new is cool. I go, wow, Kotoki is still cool. <laughs> yeah, though, to be fair, real grades are not necessarily Kotoki. They actually have other arts. Um, hmm. But yes, but it, the styling, I could see why. Yeah, styling, stylistically similar. Um, though for more of the Kotoki one, you want the Master Grade Verka. Sure, um, sure. Which, uh, you know what the problem with a lot of these are? And even the Master Grade Verka has these. They make the face too big. <clears throat> and I yeah. think that's what makes it look doofy. Like the va- the vent specifically, like the vent and like the front of the face. Um, it tends to be shown as larger, whereas the real grade goes for like the more modern type of Gundam look, where you have a smaller you know face. Well, and, and also I think I, that goes a long way for the proportions on me. One of the things that I think is interesting with the with the new is that like the head is not like proportionally the head is you know it's a huge. Gundam and the head is not like small but I feel like the ratio of head to body is a little bit smaller than a lot of other Gundams yeah it's just well the ratio of head to body is but the face is big like mm. look at the chin and the vent area and True. it's pretty big that chin is massive too that's a, that's a big chin um and usually like to compensate for the chin being large you'll get a lot of like things like where oh okay well now the face is scaled up a bit too and it looks it just looks a little weird to me. I don't know why. It's just never been the look I've liked. So, like, the real grade scaling, like, dialing those down mm-hmm. makes it feel a lot better to me. It's really weird. I, it's weird to fixate on it, but, like, the head is, like, the thing that I just like the most on that. Um, But, yeah, and everyone has drawn the dang new. Like, everyone. You've got Obari images of the new. You've got, you know, uh, Ikuro Yamashita, the guy who designed the um the ava uh, the ava units uh has his own interpretation of the new which is absolutely ridiculous um and does not look at all like the new but it does look like an ava but this was done (laughs) several years before the ava um it is a lot i just sent uh 60 images that that almost looks like that looks that looks advanced zeta-esque Kind of, yeah, the coloration especially, um, just doing that, like, the black, white, yellow. Like, and, like, that head that. shape. Yeah, it's real weird. Um, and then, of course, you can also see, oh, this is definitely by the guy who made the Ava, because look at those, uh, the way that the backpack, like, is set up. Like, mm-hmm. those giant binders going over the shoulders. I like these designs, though. I actually think it's a really cool and unique take. Um, I'm sad he's trapped in the Evangelion hell and will never design anything <laughs> for anything else ever again. And it's like, you know... There are problems to be had with Ava the show, but I, I think the Avas are still cool. I like them a lot as robot designs. Hmm. Um, and I think he, Kudo Yamashita is a good artist. I just wish he could work on things that aren't Evangelion, because that seems to be most of his work output for the past 30 or so years now, or, you know, 20, what would it be, like 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh... But yeah, and you even, like I said, you have Obari drawing the new Gundam. You've got, um, uh, like, well, oh, why am I spacing on his name? A uh, guy who does, like, movie posters and stuff, too, and he did a lot of old mo- uh, model art. Um, uh, he's got this, hold on, I, I need to look this up. Kondo? I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, no, not Kondo. Uh, though Kondo, we can talk about a new variant of the Kondo. That'll be fun. Uh, Takani. There we go. Yoshiyuki Takani. I was like, I was like, similar, similar name to Yoshiyuki Tamino, but a mecha artist. Uh, Takani. Uh, he, well, not just a mecha artist. He does a lot of art, uh, in general. He's done things for, like, 
mecha shows. He's done things for Godzilla posters, hmm. um, various model boxes, etc. Uh, ma- uh, magazine covers. A very interesting artist. I quite like his art. Um, and I just was completely spacing on the name, though. Um, and, you know, Okawara has drawn his own, you know, uh, new Gundam. Everyone has drawn the new Gundam. It is just a Gundam that everyone has drawn. Mm-hmm. Which is really funny, because, like, sometimes sometimes CCA is, like, really loved by some directors in Japan, and sometimes it is not. Um, but it seems like people really like drawing the new. You know, maybe not as much as the Arc 78 2, because that's the grandpa and everyone draws that, but mm-hmm. it feels like there's a lot of different artist interpretations of the new Gundam. Uh, fin Funnels are still one of, like, e- even to this day, are still one of the coolest incarnations of Bits slash Funnels. Yeah. Oh, and to explain the difference, basically, Bits... So, Funnels are supposed to be portable Bits. They're supposed to be Bits that do not have, like, an onboard generator and are therefore smaller. So, like, what the Elmeth uses in First Gundam... They never use the word funnel in first game. They use bits. That's where they we get that term. Hmm. Um, and, you know, like, so the elements are bits, and they're huge. If you remember, like, the size of the elements, like, bits, they're big. And the idea is, oh, they have an onboard generator. The thing like the Cubelay, because they don't need an onboard generator, they basically charge in the mobile suit, and then they just have a vernier and then a, 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 a beam shooty. Um... That's, you know, it's it's a very simple version of it uh, that is smaller, and therefore you can have more of them and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, so the fin funnels, even though they are called fin funnels, are technically bits because they have their own onboard, like, generators and such. They don't actually have to be on the new to charge. Um, I see. Like, they just, they, you know, it's it's interesting, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's just, a, it's, it's funny to me. Uh, they... Uh, they're expensive, they're big, um, but that's also why they're pretty powerful um, and able to do really ridiculous things like generate a freaking beam shield 30 years before that's become the norm and you see. But yeah. Um, and like, it, it's, it's fun because it's actually like, we don't see a beam shield generated in this way until like the V2 assault uh, Gundam's uh, shield, like the Mega Beam shield. Because the way the Mega Beam shield works is also by launching bits out that, like, contain, like, the shield and make, like, the big triangular shield. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of similar to, like, the way this works out. Um, but yeah. So, that's kind of, like, everything with the new, you know? A lot of things to talk about with the new and various designs. I mean, they're all... They're all making new still. So, I think we covered it pretty well for, like, talking about, like, the design of the original new. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's actually a very simple Gundam, though. It's not, like, the most, you know, ridiculous thing ever. Though there are some fun, a couple of little fun things with the new also. You have an alternate color scheme, which um, recently has come up again, which is kind of fun. But basically, an early trailer for uh, CCA depicted the new in white and red. Um, like, uh, white, gray, and red. Um, there's actually been a recent thing where uh, some, like... So, some various side media books and plan models and stuff are using this now. Um, I, yeah, I think I like that better. Term, I don't. I don't know if what the official term for it if it's like rollout or what. But like, because uh, usually that's what they use for like that idea, right? Of like a prototype color. It's like rollout colors. Um, but uh, or or I'm seeing uh, mentioned actually when I looked up some images. Uh, first lot. Also. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. Um, 
And uh, the first lot version of it, uh, which is like with the gray chest, is a little different. The movie version is even more plain, the trailer version. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting though that like that's come up recently because I know um, you know uh, I think it was Tom Asnable on Twitter I saw. Uh, was one of the earliest times I had seen that uh, Zeta from the trailer. And then it felt like a few years after I had seen, like, the gif uh, of that trailer, um, suddenly we were seeing, like, official things reference that. It was kind of fun. Here's what's really interesting, is looking at the the 78, uh, the RX-93-1, uh, the test type that you just linked me, in yeah. coloration and also in, like, shoulder structure and, like, the forearms, you can see a lot of like design heritage towards uh i'm just going to say for now the rx zero yeah um so that's mm, so that book that i linked it from too uh just that i linked that image to you just so you can see it uh that is from the master archive books the master archive books are interesting because the artist artist for it basically like the artist and the writers for those books kind of try to resolve all the various ways like in like different side stories the way they depict things Mm. uh which is why they call it a test version right instead of just this is the trailer colors Mm -hmm. um uh they do the same thing like in their arc 78 book where uh they actually make it so like you know how like obviously the burkov the arc 78 adds like the shoulder handles and katoki has added like the double vern uh double verniers to the backpack and stuff Mm -hmm. um the book actually uses both like the simple design and that design and basically the idea was oh when it was refit and improved at jaburo it got this appearance. Like, it, they added some parts to it, and the armor changed a little. Mm. And then, when it was refed at Luna 2, you know, it was further, you know, uh, for, the, like, the magnet coating and stuff, we also, the other parts of it were changed, too. It's really kind of cool, actually. I like the book for doing that, because while I make fun of, like, uh, you don't have to sit there and try to figure out what is and isn't real, I like the audacity of going, we're, we are going to do our own new art assets and basically go... What can we take from all these possible interpretations and like different artwork and different artist interpretations, etc., and make these into like a resolved like thing? And that's what the Master Archive books do. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the callbacks to the mobile suit you mentioned are probably intentionally added to that artwork, which is kind of fun. Because um, yeah, those are really good books. I like those a lot. Um, the uh, they're, uh, Kiyoshi Takigawa is usually the 2D artist. There's also a lot of CG art in them, too. Excellent books. Um, there's not a ton of them, ton of them, but you've got, like, an RX-78-2 one, you've got a Zeta one, uh, you've got two different ones on gyms, you've got ones on the Zaku. Um, they're very fun. Um, I like them a lot. Uh, you know, they're a little ridiculous, because, like I said, it's trying to resolve all the things, but it doesn't actually use all the details, you know, from every media right it just kind of coalesces all of them into like a singular like trying to be more coherent idea again i haven't read the full books i've translated sections of them and they're pretty neat i don't know if it comes across like you know perfectly but hey for an art book with lots of cool original art they're rad Mm -hmm. that's my advertisement for those books i'm not getting paid sunrise should pay me while we're stumping i'm gonna stump in a different direction uh So as part of like looking up like various images of of the the models of the Verkaw, I found a thing that that Bandai likes to do, right? And I assume it's because people will buy it, which is making like clear versions of Gunpla. I hate them. Yeah. 
that's fair. I, I don't like the way clear versions look either. Um, there's a couple of mobile suits that I think it works for. The problem is, when you have a master grade, right, where it's a clear version, well, the thing you're showing off is the inner frame. Why do you need the armor? It can stand on its own. You don't need to buy a clear version. You can buy a version with the normal armor and then simply strip off half the armor. I used to do that with my uh, Zaku 2 2.0, mm. was uh, have half the armor removed, so I show off the inner frame on, like, half of it, like, on the legs and the arms. Mm -hmm. And it looks cool that way. You don't need clear clear pieces for that. That's silly. Um, now, again, there are some times where it can look okay, but I overall agree with you there. I just, yeah, I think. I just clear think it's dopey. Silly. Yeah, very. It, it doesn't help that the plastic when you do like the clear plastic that they do for it looks very like dollar store clear. Yeah. Like sometimes they can do cool ones. I like when they do like. They'll do, like, special ones that are, like, frosted sometimes, like, frosted, like, smoky mm, ones. Sure, that's interesting. Which, those can actually look really neat. Um, but, like, when it's just, like, the clear, clear, eh. And I'm not against, like, just in general finishes on, like, special finishes. Like, I have a, a kit that I'm meaning to build, which is the Endless Waltz Gundam Wing Zero uh, with the pearl finish. Oh, that the the old one, right. Okay. And that looks cool, right? Or, like, some yeah, of the, like, yeah. the titanium finish. I wonder it's like, if they'll okay, do sure. that. I wonder if they'll do the pearl finish for the new Verka of that. And I, I'm mentioning it because I saw M actually got that one too. Mm, and, I don't know. Uh, that'll be neat to see because the pearl gloss is really neat looking on the uh, wings. Mm -hmm. The uh, wings zero. That's part of that's part of why I wanted that one. I was at the uh, the Bandai pop up store in LA, and they had it mm -hmm. as one of the exclusives. And I was like, you know, those wings need any help they can get. <laughs> yep. Hey, the Verkov makes them look pretty good, though, in the new one, uh, I think. But they still they still are, I mean, they're still big white chunks, but, you know, they look a little better. Mm -hmm. Back to the new Gundam. Uh, so, also with the new, we have a lot of variants to talk about, so this will probably be a long episode. We're already going 37 minutes, and we haven't even talked about these side suits, because we got some fun ones. So, real simple one to talk about first. We've got the new Gundam Double Fin Funnel Type. Uh, you take the new Gundam, you put fin fun extra fin funnels on the back. There are two configurations of this, even though the wiki only has one entry, and most places will call them the same name. But you've got a version where the double fin funnel is actually three funnels on either side, mm -hmm. uh, which doesn't actually increase the amount of funnels. Uh, the, uh, the version in CCA MSV only has like the three funnels on either side. It has an alternate shield, which is a little weird looking. Like, it's got these, like, holes in it and such. Mm -hmm. And it's got a different rifle design. I don't know if there's anything spec-wise different. It's just different. Um, the funnels are in a weird setup because on the 3 and 3 version, the ones on the left side are upside down in a way. So it's, like, it's weird looking. Of course, there's the other version of doing this, which is simply you put the 6 on one side, you put the 6 on the other side in the opposite way. And there you go. And then you got a giant surfboard on the back. There you go. You did it. <laughs> you got 12 instead of 6. Um, very simple variation, though. Like I said, it's just got an alternate shield and rifle design, but there's not really anything different with them, I don't think. It's really weird. Uh, I don't know why they redesigned them for it. Um, I mean, I think I think the, the one with... I think they make sense to me as, like, just... Like, when they were working on the new being like what if we did this or what if we did this i think in that sense 
like like other yeah. possible configurations that they considered makes sense to me. If it was like, wait, we have to improve this machine. Here's 2.0. We split the funnels up so it's symmetrical. That is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we also have uh, everyone's favorite. We have a full armor for this. Uh, though it is not called the full armor new, it is called the new Gundam Heavy Weapon System. Uh, though it is still an FA type, it's FA ninety three. Everything about this, hard. everything about this boy looks absurd. <laughs> it's great. Um, uh, have you seen the real grade of it? What? Oh, the, uh, they did a real grade pack of this. You're yeah. kidding um, me? Yeah, they did these parts. Uh, the real grade it looks okay. So the art looks very rounded in shape, uh, which I like actually a lot. I like the uh, original art of it. Um, it has a very like distinct, you know, that era of Gundam look. Um. The modern interpretations are a little bit sharper, um, but uh, it's it's. I think the new heavy weapon system is cool. I like it. It's so uh, it adds armor to the torso. It adds armor to the skirts. The armor on the torso opens up and has missiles in it. It also has missiles on the collar, so it has even more missiles there. Um, the uh, shield is gigantic. It has this gigantic shield with a double barrel, uh, like. High mega launcher, like high mega cannon. It like looks the, uh, double absurd. Zetas it's great. It's wonderful. I love it. Um, and then it's got a gigantic beam rifle again that is also more powerful. The other, the fun thing about that shield is, uh, generally in depictions, it just attaches to the normal shield. It just goes <laughs> over it, which rules. Um, that's very. And funny. then uh, so and so you get and you get these. Speaking of the Alex. You get these uh, side uh, little uh, leg boosters uh, added to it that are very Alex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just very much like the Alex's. Um, and the gun has a kickstand, and I always love that, too. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> uh, the gun, because it's one of those large guns, has a freaking kickstand on it for whatever reason. Not, the, the, I guess this is going to lay on the ground and snipe. Uh so I sent you the way the the chest missiles open. So. I hate to be a. It's usually it's usually called a monopod or a bipod. A kickstand is what you put on a bicycle. <laughs> look, it's a kickstand. I don't give a shit. I look. I don't know gun. I don't. I don't I, know. Uh, I don't know gun. A uh, little known fact about me: I did spend some time at an Air Force base, you know, in basic training. So, look, it's a kickstand. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it looks like a kickstand. It looks like you would put your foot on top of it to knock it down at least with this one because it is huge it is pretty big you might need your foot for that that's um, true but yeah it's it's rad though i love the shield a lot personally uh because at that point why do you even have the rifle right you have a shield <laughs> with a double barrel like gun that the double zeta has in its forehead it's interesting honestly if it was me i would simply dual wield these shields <laughs> what do you think we're made of money uh, I mean, you can just not build the rifle at that point, because that's a huge rifle, too. Yeah, but it might be able to fire faster. And, like, the high mega launcher is a great weapon, but it does take a little bit Look, of time. There's a show called Gundam Wing, and there are twin buster rifles, and what Hero does is he splits them and he spins them. This is like having a twin buster rifle in both hands, and then you could spin them. Listen, I love Gundam Wing. I love the Wing Zero. I love Hero Yui. I think if Hero were in UC, he would try the spin and people would simply fly upwards and he would miss. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Look, mobile dolls aren't that 
Well, it doesn't even get used against mobile dolls the first time we see it. It is against human targets, and they just kind of... Uh, they just kind of freeze up. You know, listen, it's a scary thing. I guess you don't know what it's going to do, right? That's uh -huh. the problem. Like, especially the first time. It's just like, huh, the gun split. What's it doing? <laughs> it's just kind of... It's T-posing at us aggressively. Oh, no! You posted uh, some uh, Super Robot Wars with the, with the Wing Zero. You posted, the, like, doing the spin. And it's the stupidest nitpick... But I really got annoyed that it didn't have like the like the shine down the middle when the gun split. That's gonna be hard to do in a 3D game. For like sure, that. it's it's a it's a it's a. But it does look sweet. It when does it look is really there. sweet. <laughs> I love it. like the weird rainbow going down the middle before mm -hmm. it splits. Oh, it's so um, good. Anyway, uh, so for other variants of the new Gundam that we can talk about, um. There is also a full armor new Gundam. This is a weird variant. I don't remember the original source of this. Um, ah, yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, I guess the wiki is helping me for once. The complete works of Mobile Suit Gundam MS. It looks like it was basically like a worse ver. It looks like a worse version of the uh, heavy weapon system. It looks like a 1950s sci-fi version. I don't like this painting that is done of it. Like it's clearly just riffing on the uh, heavy weapon system, right? It's got the extra chest armor. It's got the skirt armor. It's got like the shield and stuff. But it's like a very stylized version of it. Yeah. I, um, the thing is, normally I would just consider this an artist interpretation, but Master Archive being Master Archive uh, <laughs> decided to include an illustration of this in it. So to show that, um, at least to six, uh, and then of course you viewers along at home, uh, I believe all the Master Archive stuff is also on the wiki. So yeah, I think I think I'm looking there. at the right. Yeah, I'm looking at that. So that's, you know, the, the Master Archive heavy weapon system. They drew this as a separate version, so they decided that these are still separate, even though one is clearly just some 1950s sci-fi pulp artist drawing it. That's an insult to the artist. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that in that way. But this is the vibe it gets. I hate the way it looks. Here's uh, the, here's the problem. It looks like it should have a flight mode. It does, right? It looks like a, sh well, it looks like a ship or something. Yeah. Like, the chest, like, the way that's angled and, like, the skirt, like, it doesn't look like mobile suit components anymore. Well, it looks like and that ship sh parts. That shield, <laughs> it looks like it's just holding a plane. <laughs> it's weird looking. Yeah, it's... Anyway, um, so you have that, um, and then the elephant in the room, uh, of talking these things. The... Oh, well, actually, first, uh, mass production new Gundam. We should talk about that. Um, because I like this thing, um... So the mass production new gun is a really weird one. This is from uh, MMSV. Uh, it is a very weird-looking mass production Gundam because usually with the mass production types of like the Zeta and the Double Zeta from these things, they uh, added visor faces to make them gym like. This does not have a visor face. This is a weird Gundam-headed thing. It is blue on blue on teal, um, and I love it. Yeah, uh, I like these colors. Uh. So, uh, normally, um, it has two possible equipment, well, I guess three if you consider nothing an equipment loadout, um, but, uh, you know, it's got a standard beam saber, it's got a, uh, um, arm-mounted, like, beam spray gun, basically, uh, on like the, the left Like arm. the gyms? They call it a beam spray gun, um, it even has a barrel in a similar way, which is kind of interesting, hmm. but yeah, it's got, like, a little pew-pew for the wrist, um. It's got a beam rifle uh, that seems to be the same kind that was used by the new uh, in the artwork. Um, it's got a hyper. It can use the hyper bazooka. 
Um, it has a really interesting thing that ends up happening to where it can have an Incom backpack or a Fin Funnel backpack. Incom, Incom, Incom. The Incom backpack. Okay, so with the Incom and the Fin Funnel one, instead of having the new fancy saber, it has basically Mega Beam sabers, kind of like the ones that uh, the Double Zeta has, and they can also operate as cannons. They can like fold forward, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, seeing that re- referenced. Um, this thing also is really cool because it's it's '90s Okawara MMSV era, so it is covered in vents. He loved putting little yellow party triangles all over it, and I love it. It looks cool though. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the blue on blue with just like the yellow and the red, like for the small details. But like it's it's three shades of blue. You've got like a like a sort of like neutral like sky blue for the main like what would be white on the normal thing. You've got like a dark blue for what is like the really dark navy blue, and then you've got like a weird teal, like a very like '90s windbreaker teal. Um, it's great. Uh, and yeah, the incoms on the backpack. I like these incoms. It has four of them uh, in a launcher, uh, and uh, they always look cool to me the way they launch. They are very like barrel shaped, um, and like you can see like it has like a claw that opens up when they launch. I just think it's a really cool mechanism. Uh. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's just it's a cool unit. It's it's the idea of a mass production new Gundam is ludicrous, but I love it. Um, so then you have finally the other thing to talk about, which would be the high new Gundam. So the high new has a weird history uh, because the high new Gundam. Um, okay, so in the novel. A lot of the mobile suits uh, in Beltorchica's children look different. So, the, the the new Gundam is no exception to that. It's still drawn by Izabuchi, you know. And then the novels also, the Beltorchica's children is where we get, like, the, um... What's it? Uh, the Nightingale over the Sazabi and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, the high new Gundam is a new Gundam what, in its original art, is a very beefy and cool design um basically take everything about the new and accentuate it like it's the same artist and yet it is the proportions are a little more ridiculous you have these huge shoulders you have a longer head like that's uh very like almost reminds me of sentinel like how they have longer heads in sentinel um it's got these huge front skirts the legs are bigger the knee armor is bigger it's got these large scoops on the legs uh the funnels are on a backpack where they are evenly distributed, so you have three on either side. Um, you've got these giant propellant tanks sticking out of the back. Um, the funnels have a really cool paint job where, like, the rest of it is it is white and purple and yellow. And then the backpack has these stripes of purple painted over the funnels. Like, But it's clearly got a gradient, so it looks like almost like someone like took like a giant spray paint can and just went down them. I love that look. Um, the high new is different in a couple of other aspects. Um, it has two beam st- sabers on the backpack. Uh, the fun- the top of the little funnel racks opens up and pops a beam saber out. And it also has one in the left forearm, much like the new in the film. Hmm. Uh, on the right arm, it has a machine gun. Um, basically, uh, it, the, uh funnily enough, though, it even mentions this here. And I'm curious where this source is because this is the gun I'm like, so it's unsourced. But I like this, uh, so I'm going to still read it anyway. Um, 
it, it mentions that it was equipped to the mobile suit because of it having excess in internal space because of its large size. So I love the idea that they're like, we gotta put something on this. This can't just be armor. Let's put a machine gun on the arm. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so the funnels, uh, they're still thin funnels. They still pop off. They still unfold in a similar way. They're just aligned on the backpack now in a different way. Like, they're on either side and such. Mm -hmm. Um, it has, you know, a different design for the beam rifle. Uh, I like this design, uh, that usually gets shown with, like, the little, uh, it's got, like, a little canister sticking up off the back of it, which I think looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then it's got a, you know, redesigned shield, but again, same idea. It's still got the, uh, it's, it can sometimes have the missiles in it, and it has the beam cannon always. Um, the missiles are removed in the middle version, and the middle version is the one I don't like with the high new. So, the original high new, like I mentioned, is very complex. It is large, it is imposing. Sometime in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, and I don't know the exact origin of this, they got Yutaka Izabuchi to redesign this. And it is a much wimpier little guy in the redesign. I like it. Um... Oh, yeah. See, the redesign, <laughs> they switched the purple to blue. The mm -hmm. funnels are much smaller. The middle binder of the funnel, instead of being like this cool thruster unit, is instead just like a fin, basically, like for AMBAC. The uh, propellant tanks are shrunk incredibly so. Mm -hmm. uh, the skirts are shrunk. The knees are shrunk. Um, the legs in general are shrunken a little. The head, the head is actually proportionally larger because of how much shrinkage is going on with the shoulders and everything. Um, and it goes for a white, blue, and gray color scheme. So like the chest vents instead of being yellow are gray. Actually, I don't hate hate this design, but the problem is I like the other design so much more that when I see this one, I go, ah, the cooler one got shafted for this. <laughs> is the problem. I like this one better, and I think I have a couple of reasons why. One is just purely from a narrative perspective. Like, if you're building a machine for Amuro Ray, Amuro Ray is not the, like, give me a big bulky machine that I'll stand still in. That's not how that guy pilots. This, I think a slender, more agile machine makes a lot more sense for him. Look, with how with how it gets animated, you know that other one is still going to be agile. The Nightingale sure. is agile. <laughs> sure, but I think I think this looks the role way better um i think the spray paint lines on the funnels look bad personally oh i love them i think it's really neat i think it's a cool color i i i don't care for it but i understand that that's just that's just a conceptual difference um and just like i mean in general i like i like i like purple as a color but i don't like that purple i don't think it looks good this blue and white looks very uh tall geese to me not tall geese one obviously uh tall geese two, yeah or um, oh yeah, but um, I I think it's a I think it's a very flattering color scheme. I think it's elegant. I like that the V crest is back to being white, like the original Gundam. I think that's a really cool touch. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I I like this design, and I understand why you would not. But um, I like now, of course, I like spindly machines. <laughs> don't worry though, because modern things. So you had the new Gundam Verka happen, right? Or the high new Verka. Mm -hmm. And with the high new Verka. They did a weird thing where, okay, so this is something that I've seen people online try to, they try to attribute the simplicate, like the, the simplified design of Katoki, but it's not Katoki's art. The art is by Yuta, like, Yutake Izubuchi. 
it is not by Katoki. Um, you know, Katoki worked on, like, some of the high-grade model lines, as well as, like, the earlier master-grade model lines, but that the art is by Izabuchi. It was not, it was not, like, Katoki, like, summed it down. I don't know where this weird online thing comes from. I've even talked with, like, some people who are also into Gundam, like, a lot in the past where this had come up, and I, there were just some people that want to insist on it, but I'm still saying, no, it is an Izabuchi art. Um, mm-hmm. and we know it's Izabuchi's art because they even credits him in the so that already is a moot point. The Hainu Verka basically goes back to the original design um, of the uh, of the Hainu. Um, now, I like that a lot. However, uh, oh, and also uh, when he did this, they also did a uh, Hainu Gundam heavy weapon system. Uh, it is basically the exact same thing as the other one. Um, like you know, same additional armor. Like, it's got the chest armor, it's got the skirt armor. Uh, the skirt armor on this version, and I think this is true of the uh, new Gundam Burkha's heavy weapon system, they actually add subarms to the skirt, which I mm. think is rad. Yeah, subarms um, are great. And the other thing that this one can do slightly different is the shield on the high news. The wings of it can split open, and it can actually wear it on its backpack. Like, it puts it over the thruster, which hmm. is really weird. Um... You can see it in this image that I just sent you. Um, if you look up the Master Grade, you will see it in promo images, the so-called second form. Um, it's really weird. Like it, like they it mounts bazookas on like in between like the uh, the shields like wings that uh, have spread out. So it's got two bazookas on the backpack now, uh, and then it's got. I guess you have a downward facing high mega cannon. He can do a backflip high mega cannon shot, which is amazing. So to me. I like this, except for I'm also seeing in this picture a polka dot shield. I don't know what's with the polka dot shield. <laughs> Luckily, that is a decal and that is optional, so you can ignore it. I That is the one where I do not like the weird gradient uh, uh, style, because, yeah, I don't know why it's polka dotted. But that's what they did for the high new heavy weapon system. Um, so, uh, now, an interesting thing to note, so I know you like the more modern, the more modern ver- or the middle version's color scheme. Uh huh. Well, modern forms of the high new Gundam basically mix both designs in an interesting way. This looks good. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, the real grade is also going to be doing this, by the way. So, because mm. here's the real grade's test image. So, oh, uh, I forgot to mention on the middle design, they also add bronze, which is interesting. Like, uh, like to the uh to where the uh, propellant tanks connect to the backpack. It adds a bronze, which is a very striking color. Hmm. Um, the Metal Robot Spirits uh, new, High New uses this color scheme, but with the older proportions. Like, it's got, like, the chunky shoulders. Um, it's got, like, the big head. It's got the big knees. But, like, the knees are still tipped in silver, like how the uh, middle design is. The The purple is more of a blue purple. The funnels do not have the gradient on the, uh, on the uh, Robot Spirits action figure. The joints are uh, also include the bronze. Uh, the propellant tanks have the bronze at the end, even though they're still like the larger model. It's a really interesting mixing of the two ideas, and the chest vents are also silver mm-hmm. um, instead of yellow, like how the middle ones are silver. Um, and of course, this gets even weirder with the real grade because the real grade it doesn't have the gradient, but it does do a weird thing. It does like color stepping. Yeah, it has a color step. It has it goes white and then a lilac and then the blue purple. I think it looks sick. Yeah, the uh, uh, like like as as has happened with the new Gundam before, 
the real grade Hainu is the coolest looking version of all of this. <laughs> I also like the weird like fin antennas that adds to the uh, back of the funnels. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are cool. Uh, yeah, the the real grade Hainu. I'm I'm glad that uh, so like uh, my partner got the real grade New Gundam, and I was like, oh, that looks really cool. And my brain was like, you know, I I have a thing about not owning two kits. Like if my partners have either kit, like a, a kit I would want, mm-hmm. but I've learned sometimes you can have multiples of a kit. It's fine because the build is a big part of it for me too. I love building it, right? It's not just the idea of having the model at the end. I love building. Like the whole process of building is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for this now because this one I'm definitely going to get instead then uh, of the uh, the uh, new Gundam real grade because the high new real grade looks great. Yeah, it, uh, looks, I it love, looks really good. Like I said, it mixes a lot of things up. Um, and again, it, the proportions are kind of in between, right? They're not as exaggerated as like the original art in some places, mm-hmm. but it's still like chunkier and that's good enough for me. But it's not like, you know, like the original art is very like rounded. Um, mm-hmm. the thing that they've made chunked up more interestingly on this, like, you look at it and it's like, it feels like the body and stuff is, like, pretty normally proportioned in, like, the head. The shoulders are really big, though, and the skirts are still large, and then those, they made the backpack really, really big on that real grade. Which is great. It looks so good. But it good. looks cool. Yeah. Um, I, I like this design a lot, and I'm excited for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, small, small note, uh, I will say on the redesign, a thing I've liked is, um, the shield. So the original one, uh, the shield, generally it's depicted with, it's just like the new shield with like the beam cannon and the uh, missiles in it. Um, the uh, redesign of the new just has the beam cannon and it has this weird pattern to it. Like it's got like stripes. Like diagonal stripes, on. yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, um, the it looks like, I yes, okay, the real grade, you, you can kind of see it too. Looks like the real grade is going to maintain that. And it uh, so did the uh, the Metal Robot Spirits version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Metal Robot Spirits version also got the other ridiculous equipment this got. Sometime in the novel, uh, it uses a gigantic beam cannon that is hooked up to the Rock Highlands generator. Basically like the Mega Bazooka launcher like the Hyakushiki uses. Um, the Metal Robot Spirits, they did in fact do uh, an add-on. And because it has metal pieces, it's still expensive as hell because it's technically like, just as much crap as the new itself Jeez. it is a giant gun that looks also, so cool it is really rad though is the thing um so that's like the one other uh piece of equipment it tends to get but yeah the high new is an interesting machine and I, I you know i i like it and like i don't hate that middle one and i even like one of my earliest models was actually the uh high grade of the middle one um mm. i got the huc high new it was like let's see I'm trying to think of my earliest high grades when I first got back into Gundam, my first two model kits were the Unicorn and Sinanju because someone was selling them together. I think it was either on, I think it was on eBay. Someone was selling them together for some reason, and basically the price was actually pretty good. It was like, hmm. you know, like I basically got like $30 off because I was getting them together, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got that with like my Christmas money in like 2010. I was still in high school. Then I built the Master master Grade of the Unicorn and... Uh, and I guess we'll have to bleep a little bit of this out, but whatever. Uh, the Unicorn itself, uh, one of the worst Master Grades I've ever built uh, to this day still. Um, and I found out that that's just, it's just an exception. Most mm. Master Grades are great. But it scared me from building models. Because, of course, me being me... See, I had a problem when I was younger where if I did bad at a video game or if I did bad like with a model, my general assumption was not that the thing could be bad. It was just simply that I was bad at it. 
Mm, sure. <laughs> I had this thing with games a lot too. Like I, I, I used to think I was just bad at games uh, when I was a child because I would rent Superman 64 every week and not get far and not realize, oh, this is famously a bad game as I learned like probably like in late middle school when I finally got Game Informer and they had some joke about it in there. I'm like, oh, wait, I remember that game. That was a really hard game. I thought I was just bad at it. No, it's just bad. <laughs> oh, that's a thing that can happen. <laughs> um, and same with like the model. I just assumed I was really bad at building. Um, and then I built the Sananju like probably like about seven months later because that's when I kind of got the encouragement up again after building some high grades. But yeah, the first high grade I got was the Camphor. The second was the XS Gundam. That one was dated, but I still liked it um, because I like the XS a lot. And then the third one I got was the High Noon. Um, <laughs> and it was a fun model uh, for the high grade. Um, like It's got some surprising color separation for a high grade. Things like the, um, like the shield. Uh, it's no stickers on the shield. It's actually just pieces. Um, oh, nice. It's a, it's a pretty nice high grade for the time. Um, the only thing I lost on it was... Um, the chest, uh, the little blue cap for the uh, cockpit. I popped that mm. out at some point. I don't know where it ended up. <laughs> um, uh, it just it disappeared. It, it ended mm. up into it, it. It flew into the ether, as most pieces do when you tend to drop them on wood floor. Sure, sure. They're just gone. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, but I like that design. It's just I like the other one a lot more is the only problem uh but like i said i'm actually happy that the modern thing does a compromise it's it's kind of neat that they've like fused them both into like this weird amalgam high noodle mm -hmm. um but yeah i guess that's everything about the new long episode one of our longest yeah well i mean it's it's i almost... thought it would be short because i said the new was boring at first well, there's some variants, and it's kind of our farewell to, to late UC. We do have still the Regi-Z, but um, hopefully we won't we should, roll it. We should for... throw the Regi-Z into like, this list with like, the double Zeta units and stuff. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Like, like I know like why we have them separate, but like at this point, let's just fuse them. And at also, the very least, then, that we don't dread like getting late UC because then we have to talk about the Regazi. Yeah, we're we're and we're approaching a point. I've been working a little bit on the list, and we're gonna approach a point where we need to roll three die for like three of the results will be early uh, UC you know, because we'll have sixty on it. So. Yeah, I'm wondering if we should like even like. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll we'll talk about some organization. Okay. Yeah, we'll but. figure some things out off off the air. Like but, not like that. Not like not that it's gone bad or anything. I'm still having fun recording the show. I just mm -hmm. it's very funny sometimes when we keep rolling this streak of having covered almost every single suit from freaking Shars Counterattack at this point. That's just and you know, listen, armor. We're actually faking these rolls. We're just huge Shark Counterattack fans and love the mobile suits from it, and we're just no, pretending to be upset. No, <laughs> don't lie. I lie a lot. It's just what if I do. If I if if I. Look, if I was in charge of the die, you know what would be happening. We'd be talking about Sentinel. We'd be talking about Advance of Zeta. We'd occasionally jump into Double Zeta. You know that was what would be happening. And if I was, we'd be talking... We'd be, Like, every third episode, we'd do some seed, because I think seed designs are interesting, even if I don't love the show. Um, I actually think we'll agree there. That's... It'll be, it'll be fun talking about seed designs, because I know so many people that hate the designs, and I just go, well, these are still Okawara designs. Like, these... It's not like the man's like I look. 
it's fine if people hate the designs. I just think some of them are better than people give them credit for. And I have to wonder if it's just their dislike of the show that contributes yeah, to it. Yeah, I think there's See, I, I can completely hate that. a show and think the designs are fucking rad. Sure. And I, I also, like the Levitane and the Arbalist, and I think Full Metal Panic's not very good. <laughs> yeah, I think there's 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 two things there that are sort of similar. One is I think people are conflating their feelings with the show, the feeling with feelings with the suits, and then also some people I think are probably let down by the way those suits are used in the shows. That's fair, and also you know what it might be also, and this is to be fair, might be the animation quality too. Sure, sure. We got our first digit. That's our first digit. You know, like digital Gundam show and. You know, I just, I guess I just get, like, kind of, like, I don't get tired of it. Like, again, I don't mind if people don't like the designs. It's more just, like, there are times where I've, like, brought up a design from it, and then I, you always get the reaction of, uh, see? And it's, like, you know, I get it, because, like, I dunk on the show a lot, but... I I don't know. I, look, I just like robots. I, I, I feel like, I mean, you know, art design aside of, like, different shows... The real test of whether or not a design is cool is build the gunpla of it. And if it's cool, then you know it's cool. And that's, you know what? It's funny you say that because I think that's what actually turned me around on a lot of, like, C designs. Yeah. Those master grades of them. They're uh, fucking the cool and fun to build. The master are really cool. They're really good. Uh-huh. Uh, B-Craft also does a lot of work to, towards making those designs really nice in 3D. Um, uh, he handled a lot of the no-grade 100s, and I think he handles a lot of the master grade redesigns, too, going off the art book. Um, but yeah, the Master Grade designs for a lot of the designs made me like them a lot. And like I said, I don't know, it's... <sighs> I get mixed just because I just... I I don't like discounting every design from a show anyway. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a thing where, like, it's hard for me to do that. I just am weird about robots. I look at a robot and I basically, like, it's very easy for me to divorce it from, like, a show it's in or, like, even a context it's used in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Like, for instance, I know people who... You know, even if they think the Titan suits are cool, like, generally just don't like Titan suits because they're Titan suits, and I get it. But also, the Titans have some of the cool suit design and aesthetic is the problem. Um, but, like, you know, like, I, it's it's just interesting, though, because, yeah, for me, though, I just am very much, like, like I, even, like, with my favorite thing, like, which is Advance of Zeta, the story's kind of whatever, and the later stories are crap. <laughs> <laughs> the designs are great, though, that just because the story's not that good doesn't mean i don't fucking think the windward is one of the coolest robots on the planet mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um it's just it's just how i am though it's just my thing with robots i i don't even know what my defined taste with robots are though because like i i have this constant internal struggle like because i'm me and i'm nervous and I, this is just my disposition but like i'm always like what's my taste with robots because like what I like and dislike feels very arbitrary and doesn't seem to follow a pattern. I like huge, chunky, over-designed things. I like things that are really simple and unique. I like things that are very classic. I like things that are very different. Like, you know, it's like, it's hard. I just like robots. I like it when they're good. That's me. You know, like, I, 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 I don't know, it's weird. It, it should just be simple to go, I like what I like, right? But it's like the part of me that you know, gets into, like, my... The same way I get, like, when evaluating, like, media itself. Mm-hmm. I do the same with designs, and it's like, that's not really the same thing, because these designs... I mean, the thing is, a lot of these designs exist, like, as their own piece separate from the work, right? There are... They are just made by a mechanical designer, either for a show, sometimes explicitly for, you know, model kits or whatever, or sometimes made, you know, they, this was something that they had kicking around, and they happened to apply it to a show that they worked on. You know, like, but these are all, like, separate, like, things, and 
I, I should be able to just take them as they are, right? Rather than... It's like turning it into its own subgenre of criticism, and it's like, oh, no, I can't define my taste of robots. This this sucks. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense, though. I just like what I like, you know? Well, okay, we need to work with a software developer, and we're going to create, like, uh, just an app that is like Tinder, but uh, for an robots. An algorithmic thing to figure yeah, you out just, what Yeah, you robot. just, you know, swipe left, swipe right on different designs, and it determines what your taste is. And it helps but, you, you know, like we, like you, you know, we've talked about things like, I like the Leo a lot, and the Leo is a pretty simple down-to-earth design. Um, it does have the thing I like, which is being very modular, and that comes mm-hmm. up with Advance of Zeta, though, which is very the opposite. Even the base designs in AOZ, pretty complex, and then you add on to the fact that they're modular and they get even more complex. Then you look at something like Sentinel, where the designs are very chunky. They're also complex, but not in like the same like modular way that AOZ is. Like AOZ has a very modern kind of like feel to it, whereas like Sentinel has like a very like these are large tanky things like. You, in, you know, they, they're very evocative. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it helps that, like, you know, if you look at, like, the Sentinel books, they have the models in there. Um, I can see why they call it, like, the Battle of Real Gundam is uh, uh, the subtitle for uh, Sentinel. It's uh, Gundam Wars 3, Gundam Sentinel, the Battle of Real Gundam. Uh, and it was done by model graphics. And I can see why it was so evocative to people and why, like, Sentinel stayed around, like, well, whereas a lot of, like, 80s stuff kind of faded even when it was popular at the time. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, you look at those images and like you see people like doing like basically like story images with models. That's really cool. <laughs> um, they're very like they, I, like I said, it's just evocative and really neat. Like it feels like oh, you know, this is just and this is something I can do because I built models. You know, it like gives you like that cool feeling, and I like that a lot about Sentinel. And Sentinel's designs, though, you know, you've got things like the the Zekus and stuff that are very like bulbous and large. Um, even the excess, you know, there's the joke about it being excessive. Um, but yeah, it's just hard for me to nail down. And then, like, you know, when we get into, like, later shows, there's even things I can talk about. People that I think reference classic designs really well and are really cool. Uh, and then people who completely break outside of that box that I think are really cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to talk about the show itself, but Ipe Gyobu is one of my favorite modern designers now, and he's always making things really weird um you know like in comparison to like uh like the relative safety i guess you get out of like 90s through like early 2010s gundam mm-hmm. um i guess that, that is not fair like things in some later shows do innovate it's just that they weren't new when i got into them is the problem sure um but sure. you know but like i i just i there's just my 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 taste in robots can vary greatly and it it's interesting though Anyway, sorry for the ramble. End of the episode ramble. It's basically like our version of like our good friends Emma Jackson's Voip Life that we just did at the end here. I, uh, I while we were talking, clicked a few links by accident and ended up on a suit from the origin that I've never seen before that is interesting. But uh, we can't we talk, talk about it right about now. That. At another time. Uh, so-, so where can people find you on the internet, Dylan? You can find me at Low Poly Robot. I haven't really been doing anything because the seasonal depression has kicked in. So I've mm. been basically just watching bottoms at my ter- terrible sleep schedule, where I'm staying up till like 9 a.m. To be fair, uh, small small bad pain night uh, kind of ruined me. I was originally falling asleep, still late, but not that late. But then I couldn't fall asleep because I had the worst pains in my life internally. It was bad. Mm. Um, so uh, I am on an awful schedule, and I'm not posting very much right now. You will occasionally see bottoms gifts and a couple of things from video games. 
but not really playing anything in particular right now. Uh, I've been messing with a very bad Super Robot Wars game that should be very good, which is why I hate it, uh, called Super Robot Wars OE. It is a very different formula for Super Robot Wars games, but unfortunately it was released at the end of the PSP's life. It was them attempting to make an episodic game, and, you know, games can still be awful about monetization and stuff, but I forgot when people were being ballsy, this is a game released in eight parts that were released for like $12 each that wants to sell you like experience boosters and stuff <laughs> like that. And like to get like grinding like stages for grinding, like even though the game allows you to replay stages on like other SRWs, the game basically requires you to grind because the difficulty jumps are huge. And even like the stages that are good for grinding were DLC. They were like scenarios you had to buy. And it was all, like, things that you bought for, like, you know, it was, like, I think it was, like, you know, like, 500 yen or whatever. Like, you know, it was, like, you got them for relatively cheap, but it was, like, that era of, like, oh, time for a billion microtransactions because this is when we're dipping our foot in the water and seeing what we can get away with. And, you know, it's a Bandai Namco thing. And if you remember the Bandai Namco at the end of the PS3 era, or during the PS3 era, and then, like, in the, like, you know, near the end of the PSP and during the PS Vita, there's a lot of Bandai Namco games that love going in on like those microtransactions. Yeah. And this game is no exception. But I am playing it through means that aren't on an official PSP, so I can bypass all that, and I can just appreciate that I like the 3D graphics, and I think that the ideas are neat and abstract and simply are fumbled in the face of the systems being designed around you constantly putting money into the game to get you know stronger. Sure. Anyway, uh, besides OE, though, yeah, Bottoms Gifts, because I'm finishing that show. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's me. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at 6detmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. I've actually also been playing Super Robot Wars, but I'm playing Super Robot Wars T on the Switch. It's... Pretty good game from what I Yeah, know. I'm having a good time. You know, Tyranado, that's a good design. Yeah, uh, it's a cool, it's a cool uh, robot. Um, I know some people are not a fan of this, like, modern era of all the the lead robots in Super Robot Wars are basically real robots with some super prototype function. I like it, though. Yeah, um, I'm here for it. Uh, it's funny, though, because, yeah, people miss the old... Because uh, it used to be, on a lot of the older titles, oh, you get to pick what robot you want, right? You get, like, uh, your real or your super. Mm. Uh, and now it's just kind of more on the real end of things a lot of the time. Uh, usually, again, with, like, some kind of ridiculous power or something that makes them, like, really strong. But, like, you know, it's 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 weird. I, I get why, where people are, like, I just want, like, the clear divide of, like, having supers and reels and having a choice. But, eh. I think the more recent ones have been fine. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, I guess, you know, the one before T had the, uh, had the mage robot, so, you know, that was cool. Yeah, I mean, this has uh, some... X, X, looking at the list of uh, series represented in here, there are some things where I'm like, wait, I haven't gotten to this in the story. How the hell is that going to make sense? So, I'm curious. <laughs> yep. Well, I hope you have fun with that. Thank you. And I guess, until next time... Peace We out. can't change our destiny. We can't change our destiny, because our destiny is apparently doing all of CCA. Toki no Muko... Wow! wow. You, yeah. We can't end on that downer of a note. Try again. You can change the future. No, we've already done that one. 
Oh, I don't know what else to do for CCA. I'm out of ideas. Uh, spinning Tetris piece. Later. <laughs>